When I was a sophomore in college, my parents uh, came to visit me at Sewanee for Parents Weekend. And on Saturday morning, my best friend and I decided to take another friend of ours and my father, and we decided to go spelunking. Uh, if you have never been in a cave in your life, don't go. <laughs> the highlight of the cave was a bunch of bats flying into my face at some point, and it was then when I realized for the first time, I think I'm kind of indoorsy. <laughs> the deal with the cave is once you go in a certain distance and you don't have to go very far, it becomes ridiculously, unbelievably dark. Black, black, dark. We had flashlights and headlamps and stuff, but it was still crazy, crazy dark in there. And there was one point in the cave, my friend had been down there before, where you have to sit down on your bottom and slide down a portion of rock to get to a lower place in the cave. Now, the, the rock that we were sliding on was muddy and wet, and my father decided that he did not want to get his pants muddy and wet. And so what he did is he kind of squatted down and bent his legs and put his hands down and kind of decided to slide down on his feet and on his hands. The problem was this made him too tall to get under where we were going and he was in full slide and hit his head on the roof of the cave and uh, you have never seen so much blood in your life. Uh, your head bleeds a lot. Um, he came out of the cave, uh, that, that put our caving to a pretty quick end, and he came out and he literally had mud and blood dripping down his face he looked like a character out of a horror movie. Uh, we had to go to the little Sewanee hospital and he had to get part of his head shaved and get stitches. Uh, he looked like Frankenstein's monster and he was real pleased to be looking that way for all the rest of the parents' weekend activities. Uh, as I was thinking about what he did and why he did it, I realized that he didn't do it because he was dumb, though he said it was a dumb thing to do. He didn't do it because he wasn't being careful. He was being careful. He did it because he couldn't see. He did it because there was no light. He did it because he was in the darkness. Friends, all of us can think of times in our lives when we have been in darkness, literal darkness, spiritual darkness, metaphorical darkness. I woke up in darkness this morning. The power was out at our house. And at 5.30, it, with no power in our whole neighborhood, there wasn't even street lights out. And it was not cave dark, but it was plenty dark. I stumbled around and bumped into a few things. And about the fourth thing I bumped into, uh, my wife let me know that I needed to uh, do better because she doesn't get up at 5.30 in the morning and I was bumbling around and I think probably yelling when I hit my knees on stuff. But anyway, friends, most of us have had times of darkness in our lives and it's no fun to be in darkness. Whether that's uh, the darkness of a health issue or the darkness of a relationship issue or the darkness of the loss of someone that you love. 
It is no fun to be in the darkness. This season of epiphany that we are in is all about light. That word light appears again and again in our collect for the day, in our prayers, the proper preface that Luke will say in just a few moments before communion. That goes because in the mystery of the word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Friends, in today's collect of the day, we say almighty God, whose son, our savior, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Grant that your people, us, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory. Friends, God does not want us to be in darkness. Spiritual darkness, metaphorical darkness, or literal darkness. God desires that we would walk in the light. God desires that we would be drawn to His Son, Jesus, and that through Him we too might shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that we would allow God's light to so shine in us and through us that others might be drawn to that light. God wants to use us as His church to share His light, His Son, Jesus Christ, with the world. And friends, we live in a dark, dark world. One need only turn on the news or open a newspaper and look for a few minutes and you will see that darkness is all around us. And not just us, but the entire world. Friends, what we have to offer is something different than what the world has to offer. God calls us as his church to offer the light of Christ to the world. We are called to make Christ known in this community. And as we have opportunity beyond that, we are called to share and to be the light and love of Jesus Christ. In the prologue to John's gospel... The very first words of this gospel were, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. See, His life is our source of light and strength. The gospeler goes on to say, And the darkness has not overcome it. Friends, in Christ Jesus there is light, and there is life. Jesus Christ is the light and the life and the darkness has not overcome it and the darkness will not overcome it. Friends, we here at St. John's have an amazing opportunity to let our light shine, to let Christ's light shine. We have a unique opportunity to share the light of Jesus Christ with others. God has given us an amazing gift. We have been in this community for over 150 years. Lots of stuff is happening in our very neighborhood with downtown redevelopment and God is bringing new families into our midst regularly. It is an opportunity, friends, to point people to Jesus, to share the good news of Christ with the world. Friends, Jesus challenges us as his church today and always to let our light shine 
that others might see Him. Not that they would see us, but that they would see Him. Our job is simply to appoint people to Jesus Christ and to His life, death, and resurrection. Jesus Christ, friends, is the true light. We are called to share that light with the world. This is what the season of Epiphany is all about. Christ revealing Himself to you and to me and to the world for who He really is. Friends, we live in a dark, dark world. A world desperately in need of light. My prayer for you and for me as we begin this new year is that we would continue to point people towards Jesus Christ, the one and only light. Friends, in Jesus Christ alone, there is life and there is light. In Jesus Christ alone, in Him alone, there is life and there is light. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.